0: Hello and welcome to episode 119 of the Super Horror Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and joining me as always is my brother, Mike. Hello. How's it going?
1: Pretty good, man. Pretty good. We're, the we're here for over. the big
0: Yeah, I know. We're here for the big one. I
1: know, man.
0: The one we've all been waiting for. We've Crazy. finally seen. I know. It's weird. It is weird, isn't it? it was, I remember we said it a few weeks ago where it was similar to it, where it was like, it just felt like it was never going to happen. Um, and all you know, all the trailers, all the previews, but we have finally seen Halloween. It's oh, a weird it feeling. It
1: happened yeah. all in our face.
0: Um, and it seems like everyone has been seeing it over the course of the weekend as well. Um, <laughs> because yeah, there's been a lot you, of tweets about you it. Too man. You got yeah, to. exactly. It's an event. Um, it's a freaking and-
1: Halloween movie
0: yeah it's quite crazy to think about how early you know it is a good two weeks removed from halloween mm. um but obviously i i can kind of see that they're trying to ride that wave of you know the first week the hardcores go see it yeah. kind of second week word of mouth and then third week yeah, like about halloween. Money. exactly because I, I imagine it will probably be number one for a while um but yeah we're going to talk about the movie this week of course um we also talk about some tv at the end because there's been some amazing horror television um over the course of the last month Ooh, Boy, yeah. Um, yeah really been delivering on so many different shows that we're currently watching um apparently even you might have even teased that the walking dead is apparently good which i failed to believe but you know i shall, I, we mean, shall I mean
1: it wasn't terrible
0: <laughs> um but yeah th- there's a little bit of news um this first one i wanted to talk about because it's kind of linked with halloween um it's pretty awesome, really, that we saw. So, of course, uh, one of our favorite movies that we've covered for the show so far, Happy Death Day. Um, mm. Of course, getting a sequel next year. Both extremely excited. I mean, of all the releases next year, when there are some insane ones, um, this is definitely towards the top of my list because I can't wait oh, yeah. for it. Um, because they just delivered so strong. Oh, well, on I just premise. want.
1: Yeah, and it's just like a fun ride. Do you know what mm. I mean? And like, if they can give us that again, that'll be incredible.
0: Exactly, you know, and I, I've, I have faith as some well. Some
1: movies that kind of. We're, we're excited for what we know are going to be like this just like crazy thing you know that's, that's kind of relentless whereas that you know i, I want mm. a fun ride every now and then
0: yeah 100 percent. um so yeah of course it's at valentine's day next uh, year and we got the first teaser poster online um we got which, that. Yeah, yeah so we did i tweeted this out on our account so if you guys haven't seen it um check out us on Twitter at SHB pods. But yeah, I love this teaser poster, man. This is the type of one that I would love to just get a a proper poster of this and stick it on my wall. I absolutely Mm -hmm. love it. It's yeah, guys, yeah check it out and i loved seeing that mask again i'm, I'm so glad that they're sticking with that because i want that to become one of the great sort of iconic horror masks Because i absolutely love it um and yeah the kind of the story to go with this was something that i had kind of mentioned on the show a few weeks ago um where i was like hey you know the trailer for this one hasn't come out yet it's out in what about four months um and obviously we talked about how Blumhouse liked to kind of focus on one movie at a time. Um but yeah, I guess you know sticking the trailer at the start of Halloween movie would be an exceptional idea. Um turns it would. out Yeah, it would in theory. Uh, turns out they apparently agreed with me. Um because yeah, in America, I mm-hmm. guess, and, and maybe some other places, um, they are showing the, the trailer to Happy Death Day to You. Um but sadly we did not get it. <laughs> <laughs> which was super disappointing especially because we proper rushed to get there to see the trailers um which you know usually we don't care about at the trailers whereas this was the one time that we actually wanted to and what did we get we got the pet cemetery one on the full screen um which was cool to see um yeah
1: that was cool we got a load didn't we we, got, we saw um, overlord or, again yeah
0: yeah was it slaughterhouse rules as well which is um seems to be that might only be a british release but that's out on halloween which is very cool um and there was there was one other one as well which i I can't even remember now um but yeah so we got all these trailers and then we didn't even get the one we wanted to see um so if you are going to see halloween or have seen it at this point and you've seen this trailer please let us know how what you found um you know did you enjoy it or not um because i would read online as well that they said that they didn't intend on releasing it sort of online straight away um and apparently they've done this they previously kick as well. down guys exactly um i think they did this originally with unfriended dark web where it was it was it was attached to one of their movies and then didn't come online until about a month before release so they um, knew the
1: struggle we had to even get there for the trailers and then we I don't know. even get to see it man
0: i know it was it was annoying um but yeah, so that's very very exciting. I cannot wait for this movie. Um, and another movie mm. which I, I I love to bring up, and I guess we haven't talked about it in a while, but I'm I'm sure we will as we, as we get closer to our year- under, Um, a little movie called A Quiet Place.
1: Um, I thought you going int- to talk about revenge.
0: It's why do you want to talk about revenge? Revenge is a cool movie. We can talk yeah. about it. <laughs> um, available on Shudder now. Yeah,
1: um, that's why I thought I thought that's what it was going to be. <laughs>
0: all right. Um, no, this is about A Quiet Place because a, a couple of interesting tidbits uh, came out. This first one i think is awesome um so basically john krasinski uh was on uh, i think it was jimmy kimmel um in america and he was just talking about a lot of stuff but he was talking about a quiet place a lot and basically he revealed something that no one has known up until this point Ooh. um which is absolutely brilliant so of course in case we didn't realize how crazy multi talented this guy was already you know writing, directing starring in this movie he also played another character in this movie let's, let's, let's fuck off he also played the monster um, Or the monsters um, So yeah basically He
1: was also sat next to you in the cinema When you went to see this film <laughs>
0: um, So yeah basically It basically came as he was having a conversation With uh, ILM the people that are in charge Of doing the computer graphics for the movie And he basically said like well this is how I want the creature to move and did the impression And they were like do you want to just Throw the mocap suit <laughs> yeah, on like, and do it for <laughs> us um, And he was like why the hell not And there was a photo that they shoot of him in the mocap suit doing all the the kind of the creature movements um on the show which people should definitely check out amazing um yeah it's a shame they didn't include any of this on the blu-ray because i watched the, all the special features recently which were really cool um but yeah i just thought it was just brilliant and it was another one of his little it was awesome that we're still learning things about this just really special movie um and yeah just he's just annoyingly talented really <sighs> so good. Um, yeah, and then the other one kinda of to do with this is kind of we would we we'd known that obviously they've they've greenlit a sequel, um, to A Quiet Place, um, dated for twenty twenty. Um, so very far away. But and, and they'd said that Krasinski was on board, but we didn't exactly know what was happening. Um he's basically confirmed in the last week that he is writing the sequel. Nice, um, which is really cool. Um he, he basically said at the time, uh, so there's a small quote here. Um he said that he had a small idea for a sequel, but he didn't think it would go anywhere. Um, So he said to the studio, if you guys want to go ahead with the movie, get someone else to do it. Um, And then they said that they heard some different pictures. um, But then when he kind of came, when he kind of thought about his idea a lot, then he's really started to flesh it out in his mind. And he feels way more confident now that he could potentially write a sequel. And so the studio were like, well, go ahead. You know, if you still feel like you can, then then by all means do it. And so that's kind of what they're doing with it so far.
1: Um, Fingers crossed, man.
0: Yeah, so that's good. Like it's obviously great that he's on board. Um we've kind of discussed it before already where I feel like it's a perfect movie. They don't need to do another one, but I'm not mm. going to be against the sequel either because I trust the yeah. people involved. Um so either way it's win-win really if they if they don't do a sequel or if they do. Um but yeah, it's cool man. It's cool that he's involved at least. Um but yeah, it was cool that I I kind of just wanted to bung that in with the other one cuz I thought it was interesting that it was both these things came out in the last week. Um Yeah. Fair uh, enough so yeah that that's pretty much all the news i think this week pretty pretty quiet week but of course we have got the big release <laughs> yeah, to talk every, about
1: everyone's staying clear of halloween man like i was gonna say halloween was the, Boston, the shuffle
0: yeah there's halloween there's the like Legend a John shit Kaczynski. yeah there's a there's a shit ton of tv on right now as well so yeah it's, it's very hard to kind of oh and also has some really interesting horror news <laughs> um but yeah should we talk about this week's film let's do it man let's talk about halloween It is finally here.
1: The wait is over.
0: The 40-year wait is over to see finally a sequel to Halloween. Who would have thought it? I always wondered when that movie came out. I was like, why didn't they do more of these? And they finally have the first ever sequel to Halloween. I know. Fun
1: fact, I have only ever seen one Halloween movie. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um According not 11 franchise anyway <laughs> yeah um so yeah of course i mean where do we even start to give a backstory on this well i think most people will kind of <sighs> know i guess I mean, what's going on with to the song. show
1: before like you'll know we, we we like this franchise
0: yeah um and we were very it's interested in say. seeing this movie i think it's i think first of all it was a really cool concept um kind of you know the jokes aside with the whole writing the canning thing off which is a bit frustrating i think it's a very nice place to take a sequel where it is just you yeah. know you don't have to worry about the bullshit of resurrection um rob's movies with their own thing like let's just kind of play it as you know oh you may have seen the original halloween or you may just know what that movie's about so let's kind of take it from there um and i think that's very clever that they done that yeah i um, think so so yeah i guess do you want to give us a quick synopsis of this one
1: I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, it's really funny because obviously like um, H2O was uh, kind mm-hmm. of released on an anniversary year and was kind of like, you know, this countdown to an anniversary. And then this mm-hmm. very much is the same thing.
0: Yeah, very um, similar. You know, the return we're, we're, of Jamie. We're,
1: exactly. You know, we're, we're um, joined by Jamie, um, who in this movie uh, doesn't have Josh Harnett as a son, Um, instead has judy greer as a daughter um Mm. and she's um now a granny as well um Mm. and um yeah we we kind of join a a different um laurie strode than we've seen in the in kind of most of the sequels really um maybe maybe kind of what, what i would expect more from a laurie strode really um where she is just completely kind of transfixed on michael still and kind of uh You know, she's... Her daughter, she's basically trained her to be, uh... You know, with a gun from very early age. Um... Mm. And it's kind of got her estranged from her family. Now her daughter is an adult and has a daughter of her own. Um...
0: Yeah, they talk about her getting taken away by child services and two failed marriages.
1: Yeah, you know, so we we meet Jamie kind of very much kind of, uh, you know, this this fighter that's never given up the fight against Michael, even though she hasn't needed to fight him for so many years. Um, And um, at the beginning of the movie, we're reintroduced to Michael Myers um, by basically this – podcast uh, crew that are um, kind of like a cold case investigation team that kind of like look at all these old things and try to shed new light on it. And they're trying to kind of um, unearth more of the the kind of what happened uh, with the original movie um, because Michael hasn't spoken in this kind of world since the murders. Um, he, is, he has just been silent for 40 years. Mm. um so we kind of get reintroduced to michael um and basically uh i mean it's it's a goddamn halloween movie you know mm. michael myers escapes starts the murders you know uh it eventually kind of you know has a face-off with jamie lee i mean if you didn't know any of that was going to happen going into this movie then what you yeah. right mate yeah <laughs> you know I, I mean that's basically the movie in a nutshell um i think um uh we, we spoke about this before but like if anyone's seen the trailers you pretty much know how the three acts are going to play out mm. um it's just kind of like will there be cool shit happen yeah so i mean uh does any cool shit happen bro
0: uh, yeah, there's some cool shit in the movie for sure. Um, like there, there is definitely some stuff to like. Um, but I think there's a lot of stuff to not like as well. <laughs> um, it's, it's a weird one really. Wait, like, you this movie's not 10? It's definitely not a 10. Um, it's yeah. as much like the, you know, the 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 general consensus of this movie and the reviews is, is extremely positive. Um, mm. And it's a weird one coming into it um, because, yeah, I, ha- I had very low expectations and I feel like I was setting myself up well because I didn't want to feel like it was going to be the second coming of Christ and then be disappointed. You know, I wanted to have such a low bar and then just see a good movie and then kind of be blown away by it. Um, I think that was my goal really was like, because kind of post seeing this movie, I, I guess I didn't realize how much I actually cared. Where I was like trying to trick myself and be like, "Ah, oh, I don't care if it sucks, you know, it, it is what it is." But like mm. having no seen it, and I wasn't a huge fan, I am really disappointed. Um, and I didn't think that would be the case. I thought I would just be like, "Yeah, that that was what I thought it was." I oh,
1: see. Cool. I was I was trying to like trick myself into liking this movie so much because I knew it would hurt me. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah um so yeah it's 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 a it's a weird movie man like i didn't like it um much to the, i guess the uh i don't know anger of a lot of people um and if you did enjoy this i'm i'm thrilled for you like i wish i'd enjoyed this and i am really glad genuinely that people are enjoying this movie um because i know a lot of people are really excited including us like i wish that you liked this movie <laughs> um because we've spoke about this and i know that you don't like it either and um it sucks, you know, we didn't want to come in here and, and not like this film. um, And and, and we kind of talk about this a lot, really, where it's like, obviously, we go into all these movies and we really want to like them. Yeah. Um, but especially a big release like this that we are so excited for and it is a franchise that we really like. And especially because it seems like we're the outliers as well. Like, it seems like um, I
1: think people do the,
0: really the, like the, it.
1: The funny thing, because like, I'm uh, like, I don't hate this movie. I'm just disappointed because it's not what I wanted it to be and it's not what I'm seeing everyone else saying Um, and and I'm just like I don't know like I I keep thinking to myself like what what did they see that I didn't in it Mm -hmm. because I don't like I said I don't hate this movie it had a lot of things it put a smile on my face a few times like I said Mm -hmm. I mean seeing Michael Myers walk around killing people with the music playing in the background pretty much guaranteed to get a smile on my face Um, I just found that this movie had so many plot holes and so many kind of moments where a scene would happen and uh, almost in the cinema, I was sat there going, okay, that was annoying scene, but come on, this scene's going to be good. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's been two in a row, but you can bring it back. And then I'm like, okay, that was good, but not great. Now, can you get great? And it just never, it never kind of like, suddenly the running time was getting going on and I was like, oh, we're like over an hour in this movie and I'm not in it. Like, I'm not just on the edge of my seat. Um, you know, uh, it just kind of... It it just did everything okay, and then you know it, it never got much above that for me. You know, mm. it it probably got like okay to good, and then and then definitely dipped way below that as well. Yeah, um, and it's it's a massive shame, man, because you know a- anyone that's been listening to this show for a few weeks knows how excited we've both been about this. Uh, you know, and f- for it to you know not not hit the mark and kind of especially with all the push that's been going on about it as well um Mm. you know everyone's eyes is on this movie and um whenever everyone's eyes is on horror i want it to shine yeah and i I just don't really feel like you know this is not the gem that i'd want to be showing people to show off horror yeah, like um, this is not it. <laughs> you no, know, this
0: is this is miles and miles and miles away. In it's terms funny of though
1: because like we were in a fairly packed cinema, and when mm. we left, like the the people I heard talking were all pretty buzzed. Yeah you know
0: but that um, is the general consensus online mm, as well like mm, I really am not seeing people criticize yeah. and obviously we're going to have to really dig into this because I feel like, like because we have such a outlier opinion we are going to have to state all the reasons why we <laughs> didn't like this which will start to get a bit spoilery because I do have yeah, a lot of notes because I, I feel like I, I can defend my position and I'll need to um, yeah. because that's the thing that's been you know a, a couple of days removed from this movie I haven't stopped thinking about it and, and the main conversation I've been having with myself about it is I don't think you know we've done a hundred Nineteen episodes now mm. um, i don't think there's ever been a movie where i'm just so uh kind of wrap my head around the fact that it's i have such a different opinion to everyone else yeah um because there are other movies like even this year most recently mandy and hereditary as well like i 100% get yeah. why people love those movies like i don't even have to remotely put my mind in their mindset or anything like it makes perfect sense to me it's just i don't really like them and like they have different things i like mm. but it's just purely taste. like
1: upgrade man like yeah y- you could see why people dug it it just didn't quite hit the chords for you
0: yeah whereas this like I mean, is again moving, we'll need to yeah. But. like we'll need to break it down because like i think that the, my biggest shock pretty much is that so much of this i think is really really poorly made um yeah. from the get go really i think the writing is atrocious and it's really all over the shop um i i think it's directed really really badly as well um the editing is something that we're going to have to bring up because the like this feels like it was butchered completely um there are so many scenes that just go nowhere and just yeah. end and you're Wee, like what the hell was um... that
1: you know, we spoke about a couple of things, like the fact that um, there are a considerable amount of kills that happen in this movie. Like, like Michael has one hell of a body count for this movie. Yeah.
0: And there's a great lot kills of
1: them, well. a lot of them happen off screen, mm. um, which is surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Like definitely like M- Michael was like when Michael was going around killing people, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, it was just all the filler that was going on around it. I think. um the fact that, you know, we have kind of almost like three lead females mm. um, is such a weird thing because obviously you've got Jamie who's like the, the, the you know, the flagship kind of star. And then, and then you kind of have the, you know, Jamie's daughter that you have to build this bond and relationship with to explain what's going on. But then ultimately they want to focus on the granddaughter. Mm. So then you kind of have her all crowbarred in and you kind of try to because that's the thing that I found weird like um because I I like the granddaughter and I thought to myself um okay I'm down for like and I I didn't dislike any of her friends and stuff like with her and her group of friends I was like okay that's that's fine like I'm I'm down for seeing Michael like attack her and her group of friends but then ultimately he just kind of stumbles across half of them and then just moves on and it's just kind of like the the whole um you know point of this movie was to get Michael and Jamie together and it just felt like everything else was way, not even secondary It was just like inconsequential almost, Mm. um, you know, and I never once felt like, um, the granddaughter and mother really had much of a purpose other than to be like something for Jamie to worry about. Mm. Um, you and know then, and i mean i really main, wanted to be deeper than that
0: yeah a main issue with that as well is like you say you've got these three female leads and they're all you know in the strode family and to me i immediately felt like well they're untouchable like from the get-go yeah. i was like these three clearly are never i never felt like they were ever in danger in this entire movie and like you say they're our main three so then everyone else is just so disposable like there was a I mean, clear there was a clear line not, wasn't there
1: Oh, yeah, very much so. Yeah, but they're almost, like, not in any danger. Like, Jamie yeah. doesn't have any confrontations with Michael pretty much until, you know, it gets to the real meat of the movie. Mm. Um, you know, that there, there's no, like, uh, you know, um, uh, Jamie's or Laurie's uh, daughter almost just kind of gets through the movie with, uh, with hardly any encounters, and then the granddaughter does have some, and it's just like... Yeah, it just felt like they needed to have, uh, you know, those three in the final scenes. And and yeah, Yeah. kind of everyone else was just like cannon fodder. Um,
0: Yeah, I definitely felt like there was a there was an end point they were trying to get to. And there was mm -hmm. an initial setup, which obviously the premise, which we all know and like, you know, the whole 40 year thing, the whole Jamie versus Michael Mm -hmm. confrontation. That was the initial premise. And then everything else was just kind of like, right, how the hell do we tie this all together? Um, Yeah. And I think obviously I feel, there are massive um, plot holes because of that as well. Which kind of as you get into it and you start to unravel, especially the middle third of this movie and kind of what actually happens and how we get Michael to Laurie, um, it's so far fetched and terrible. Um, and yeah. I don't, I can't see anyone defending I, I, that either.
1: I feel like this movie, because because this movie does get better because it, it starts for me in a in a terrible place. Yeah. Um, I felt the opening scene was really poorly uh, finished it, it it didn't necessarily start bad you know basically it's the 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 kind of uh reporters going to like a courtyard to meet michael we get reintroduced to like the the new dr loomis which we'll we'll come to don't you <laughs> worry um you know and then kind of like the whole michael in the courtyard and kind of uh showing uh him the mask and that on paper, that sounds like a cool idea. Yeah, it's a great when you, concept. When you've got a character that you don't want to show his face and he's mute, mm-hmm. but you're trying to get emotion from the scene, it's it's almost impossible. Yeah, and um, this scene proved it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And like you know, it's um, I couldn't believe this is how an- the movie opened. It's impossible to not talk about Rob Zombie's Halloween when you talk about this because. he's a he's a mute character in that as well but because that he made the conscious decision of showing michael it meant that you could get emotion from him and kind of a reaction to the mask but in this movie we we basically somehow michael controls all of the other inmates so they all react to the mask and we see their reactions but michael is just facing the other way Mm. and it, it was just it was a super weird scene and then it kind of fast cuts and we're led straight into the Halloween music. And, um, you know, the title, the title cards were like a real, I thought they were a cool kind of like homage to the original, but the problem is, um, you know, I said to you kind of, this music is iconic and it's important. And uh, for me, one of the worst things about this was that the, uh, score ultimately, um, has the music but it's just put in the most weird places it always feels out of place it never felt i never got like goosebumps because the music was played at the right time for the right scene i just got goosebumps because the music's fucking awesome Mm. Do, do you know what i mean and it's just like um
0: well it was overused to death as well. It was every five yeah. minutes. It was here's the theme again, here's a quiet version, here's our new take on it, here's the original theme over the credits. And it was like, Yeah, yeah this theme is awesome, but you guys are ruining it. Like you're mm. you're you're just shoving it down our faces so much. Like let it build. And then kind of when you get that scene, you know, imagine if it led it all the way until around the middle of the point of the movie, which again yeah. is not a massive spoiler when if you see any of the mask, trailers. But basically. Or, or yeah, like when he sees Jamie for the first time. Like yeah. imagine if they would have held off until that point, but they just couldn't do it. Like, they were like, No, we need to have this in every scene um yeah. and yeah that opening scene that you mentioned a minute ago like it's it's so bad like you say the way that it builds and it kind of it has to have a horror movie style opening yeah. i felt like this...
1: i felt like it started fine it just it just the second he kind of put the mask in front of michael i suddenly thought how the hell is this gonna play out
0: well because and on then, paper then... it's all about how yeah. he's this he's this mute like object this being who doesn't show any emotions and that's that's an entire thing that they play through throughout the whole movie and so on paper it's like this guy goes he tries to provoke michael there is no reaction and it's like oh it's crazy he's there's no Mm -hmm. reaction boom credits that doesn't really work visually so then it's like well how do we make this exciting for a cinema goer oh we have all these crazy people shouting we have dogs barking we have an alarm going off and it's all ridiculously loud for no reason at all um and and that's kind of again playing into what i've been saying is that i don't think it's well directed at all that's one of the scenes where i'm like this is really poorly directed mm. like this isn't actually written bad it's just poorly directed um yeah. so that scene sucked and then and then definitely another notable early scene which again you can kind of assume that michael's going to get out at some point yeah um a- bus crash scene um is really really bad um obviously it is kind of it's weird because you don't initially see what happened um which again comes into the the point we've been having about the editing is how it's just like this movie has a weird flow to it it feels like there are certain bits that have been cut out and all over the shop yeah and it feels like we got a cut of this movie that's just really really odd.
1: they had a terrible idea for a for a real later on part of the movie which Mm. we will not be spoiling right now um and that meant that they couldn't really show us the the bus crash. Mm. Um, and the thing is, like, um, when I was watching this movie, I was thinking to myself, oh, I can't wait until Michael goes nuts and, like, breaks out or something goes nuts around him and then he gets free. But, like, I was really looking forward to that moment where Michael kind of walks away from the wreckage or however gets free. But then we we basically get nothing because... Suddenly the bus has crashed and this car turns up and Michael's already like free and I was just like Really? Like I I was looking forward to seeing this big kind of reveal and escape. Mm -hmm. Um
0: that's always one of my favorite parts of these movies is like you start with a sequel where you know at the end of the last movie the big bad guy has been caught. So how do you Mm. make this entertaining again? Well the big bad guy has to get out and you get to see that that part of most films and it's always one of the most enjoyable parts.
1: A chunk of the Halloween one was that exactly and then like you kind of had like the the jason style and freddy mm. style where they're like what what crazy way are they going to be resurrected
0: exactly yeah
1: you know and it was always like really fun and like this had zero fun like it was just like oh like the
0: start of every chucky movie is the same yeah. as well where it's yeah. like
1: what crazy wacky way are they gonna bring yeah exactly proper fun and yeah this movie didn't have that and um you know i think kind of once um once he's free. Uh, f- from the bus and he's kind of got uh, kind of like back on the trail and kind of ultimately at this point, he's just straight up trying to get to Laurie, I guess. Um, but, also but I think he's Science. Yeah. Yeah. And like that, that was enjoyable. It was good. My, my only criticism of it was that almost everything was in the trailer, mm. but like, I can't criticize a movie for being good and sh- giving me good stuff on screen. Uh, and in and, and it being in the trailer, it's a frustration, but obviously you know I've got to judge the movie that when I'm watching the movie and and I enjoyed a lot of that stuff when it was just Michael going around um you know that there's a really cool scene uh where it's kind of like a one cut shot of Michael kind of like terrorizing a few people kind of going backwards and forwards for a street on Halloween and like that that scene was fantastic mm. like it's exactly what I want and um I feel like I didn't enjoy that enough when I was watching it to be fair, because Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, I was already like, I was in a place where I was like, Oh, you've got to give me something truly spectacular. And then because they were giving me stuff that I'd, pretty much seen in a trailer and pieced together from a trailer i wasn't like as elevated as i wanted to be yeah um because that that was that was a sweet ass scene and like a a a few cool set pieces you know with michael which is which is really what i want from this movie i just want michael walking around murdering people you know just straight up doing what he was doing just just no rhyme or reason just going house to house and taking out whoever's there
0: yeah i i completely agree with you and um the the trailer stuff aside because yeah i Mm. i I agree that they showed too much but you know take that with a grain of salt i i really liked that middle part of the movie um it was definitely my favorite part yeah um, because it was the only thing that i did really enjoy um my one criticism would be that it was it was weird because it was like oh you guys are remaking the original again Mm. (laughs) like it was it was very on the nose you literally had um laurie's granddaughter on the phone to someone who was babysitting who then got attacked and it kind of it very much followed that mold of the original halloween and also the end of rob zombies halloween and so it was weird to see that for a third time um i liked it i liked it a lot but i did find it a little bit odd where i was like okay they're remaking halloween in the middle of this movie yeah. um and it did feel a little bit shoehorned in because then it and then it takes a turn and then heads towards what we thought the movie was going to be about so it was mm. kind of a, it was an unexpected twist of the i wasn't actually expecting like a mini Halloween remake in the middle no I wasn't expecting like
1: a scene with a babysitter talking to a kid watching a scary movie with Michael in the house like um, yeah I I was pleasantly surprised that I got that Mm, Um, yeah that was really cool because basically that's all I want from my Halloween movies it's just give me more Halloween like yeah you don't need to reinvent the wheel um my favorite
0: scene my favorite scene in the whole movie was in the middle part bit and it was kind of i don't want to go into it too much but it was a, a kind of a set piece involving like a motion sensor light um oh, in a garden i i really liked that it, it felt like the most michael kill out of all of them it mm. felt it was brutal it was like really tense and foreboding you didn't know when the actual attack was going to happen yeah. but you just knew it was going to happen thought that was great brilliantly directed scene as well um one of the few um i really liked that scene right? Say when more i that, right when i
1: when i when i kind of think about scenes like this and we talk about scenes like this i can understand why people are like buzzing for this movie because because mm. these moments were great and they they get elevated even more because it's Michael fucking Myers and mm. it's the music and it's the mask and you know it it is good like i just i just wanted that for the for the duration of the running time pretty much
0: oh yeah definitely and there's plenty <laughs> I... of things like again that we haven't even mentioned that are bad <laughs> um yeah like because... the, the, the the overall dialogue is awful in this movie mm. um there are so many parts we are just like why is this character spouting this um there are really really bad characters for her. i think that obviously you mentioned the granddaughter for me she was the best new character in this um mm. you know i'm not going to include obviously laurie strode um but she was the best and i feel like everyone the else best, apart yeah. From her and Laurie were pretty much awful um, Like again I was really presently surprised that I really Really liked Laurie in this movie I thought she was mm. brilliant I actually thought for the middle part they could have used her more I thought she was underutilized yeah. um, And I was actually shocked yeah, um, at how underutilized she was Given how mar- like prominent she is on the market yeah. And everything I was like oh, oh Laurie kind of disappears like,
1: when, when you go see a Scream movie You know you're going to get Nev Campbell having mm. like Brushes with Ghostface throughout Whereas Jamie kind of she's doing her own thing to Michael for like a giant chunk of this movie. They are very Mm. separate. They kind of cross paths very briefly. Um, uh, like a, you know, midpoint, and then kind of ultimately get together at the end. And I was just like, I wanted him stalking her in a house. Do you know what I mean? Like, they teased Earlier such
0: on. a better movie at the start of this movie and I got so excited because I thought oh they're actually going down an avenue that I didn't see coming that didn't get spoiled on the trailers um, which was when obviously the initial scene with the podcasters talking to Michael and not getting a reaction yeah. then they go visit Laurie yeah. um, and that scene was great and they basically said in that scene they wanted to get Laurie face to face with Michael I know, and I was like holy shit this is awesome because that would have been but I, again now I know with hindsight that scene yeah. would have been all over the trailers if we had them kind of you know in like Hannibal yeah. Lecter Style room, looking at each other. Oh, that would have been over was, all the, exactly
1: the same as you, though. When they said that, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, and and I thought, um and it just didn't this, happen. <laughs> this is going to be what sparks like Michael to want to escape. Exactly like, seeing her, and then like that night, he's going to escape. I'm like, "This is going to be fucking brilliant!" Yeah, and then and then yeah, it didn't happen. She was just like, "Give me my money," and I was like, "Oh." Yeah. Oh, that would have been so good because yeah, you're right. Like literally having the the Hannibal scene, but with Laurie Strode and Michael Myers, Jesus Mm. Christ.
0: Like, yeah, like it had been so good, man. I was so excited, and then yeah, they go such a different way with it. And like, you say the the completely underwhelming release of Michael, which has nothing mm-hmm. to do with anything until yeah. later on. Like, it's just it's so poor. um But yeah, all all the other characters, like you say, other than Laurie and her granddaughter, yeah. like especially obviously the main two. Kind of, we need to dedicate a section to how absolutely horrific New Loomis is. Yeah. Um, not only as a character, but as an acting performance, I thought it was, was, made, it was the worst character I've seen in the movie this year. Um, I thought yeah. he was so, so bad, so unbelievable in his position. Like, the fact that they literally called him New Loomis, I actually found disrespectful, where I was like, you're really just going to do this again, but in a terrible acting performance? I,
1: I find it funny when Jamie... But then, yeah, it, it's frustrating. He... He, um, he ruined for, the movie. For a movie that's, like, as big as this to have someone that that's acting as poorly because i i didn't really dislike anyone else in this movie um you know with regards to their performance um you know like you say some of the dialogue is is crazy but an actor can only read what dialogue they're told to read yeah Uh, definitely but but this this guy was poor um you know he he wasn't believable in the role um he was frustrating throughout. There were there were a couple of moments in this film where um, it sounded like they were trying to make him do a one liner, um, mm-hmm. kind of to give a little bit of a comedy spin. And you know, I don't have a problem with that. If you want to give me a laugh in a horror movie, that's fine. But it it one hundred percent missed any sort of mark if it was even trying to make a mark with with comedy. Um, I don't know what it was trying to do, to be honest.
0: Yeah, um, the amount of misplaced comedy lines throughout this movie is yeah. un- unbelievable. Like the only character who is actually funny is the kid who's being babysitted. Yeah, um, he was. He, and like, like his lines work, but everyone yeah. else who tries to make a funny in this movie is a tr- is terrible. Like the timing is just way off, and like you say, you yeah. don't get what they're going for at all.
1: I liked him and the babysitter. Those yeah. two riffing off each other were, were good. Um Yeah, she
0: was good actually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You um know, yeah. I, I I really enjoyed that scene when they were just kinda you know, they were just riffing off each other and had a rapport and it kinda it felt like they had a genuine rapport and then kind of, you know, when he kinda starts saying there's someone in the closet and that sort of thing. And even the whole closet thing if you've seen any trailer you know what we're talking about mm. like actually seeing it on the screen like it it was it was fine like we've laughed about it as as the trailer but like it it was i didn't mind it um
0: i think i would have really liked it had i not known what was going to happen mm. um because mm. i saw the reaction it got in the theater and people proper jumped at that moment
1: yeah um yeah um but uh the um the granddaughter's boyfriend is uh, a a character that needs to be kind of mentioned mm. a bit but yeah. even though even though the, the filmmakers really don't want him to be mentioned because they just forget he exists
0: yeah um, he doesn't even have a character pretty much well he does and then he just disappears from the movie because he's served his one role which is one plot yeah. device essentially um, yeah
1: you know it's um it, it it's so weird um that kind of he he he's quite major in the, the beginning because yeah. kind of like he has a scene with um with, with her at the high school they then have a meal and he's getting introduced to the parents and the, and he's
0: talked of, about as well before he's even introduced like the, yeah. the main the first time we see La- yeah. uh, laurie's granddaughter she's talking about her boyfriend and meeting his parents and
1: then they, they kind of um because because at the end of the day we're still in haddonfield and like um It's Halloween and they're at a Halloween fancy dress party. And I was really expecting Michael to turn up and there'd be like, even like multiple Michael Myers, like dressed Mm. up because I mean, people are going to dress up as Michael Myers at Haddonfield. Do you know what I mean? Um, but there was like none of that. And then this, then the boyfriend just uh, has the most pointless scene where he ultimately leaves the movie and it's just so unbelievable and so pointless. And then he's gone and he he, and i'm just like why has he just taken up like 10 or 15 minutes in the setup of this film to ultimately not be involved in the meat of the film it just makes Mm -hmm. no sense um and it kind of like we spoke about it off air like um is kind of like every male character in this movie because like the um husband to um Laurie's daughter is basically just throwaway like mm. he's in the scenes when he needs to be involved but like he almost is just so in the background and just and he's a complete about. buffoon
0: as well like he's portrayed yeah. like a buffoon like every other kind of male character in the movie Yeah, really.
1: you know and it 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 feels weird and it felt kind of way too heavy-handed um You know, and I think um, it it wouldn't have disappointed me if, like, Michael had fucked him up in a cool way and then we can carry on. But, like, so often characters just either disappear and don't come back or die off screen. You know, there's kind of like another male character that that just kind of... um, one scene it looks like he's walking to confront michael or perhaps to discover a body and then the next scene he's dead and we don't even see how he got killed and it's not even like his death is like a reveal if you know what i mean mm. like a jump scare it, it just cuts and he's hanging there dead and it was like yeah. oh oh okay what and, and that kind of leads back to the edit that you spoke of like i mm. i wonder if those kills were in there because well, they had the to kills. The kills that happen on screen are good, uh, you know. Um, pretty much all of them are, are pretty good, mm. um, and and maybe they, it just got to the point that there was too many brutal kills, and they were just like, we're going to have to cut a couple of them because we're going too hard, um, you know. But I, I I find that hard to believe. But but I also kind of like, what the hell were you doing if that wasn't the case?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I th- the the writing to me is something that I really need to focus on again because it's just it's so. Bizarre. Um, and it's so inconsistent because I think it's really obvious what he, what the writers were going for at a certain point, you know, where it's like, yeah. it's, it's clearly this female empowerment movie. You've written these three lead female characters, this three generations of a family. It's all about survivors. It's all about, um, you know, taking control of a situation and not being portrayed as a victim. Um, and it's all great stuff from that point of view. But then they go the other way with, like you say, all of the men, you've got the husband of Laurie's daughter who's terrible. You've got the, uh laurie's granddaughter's boyfriend who unnecessarily just turns into the biggest piece of shit out of nowhere and Mm. then disappears from the movie you've then got her other friend who at that point has just been a really nice guy then makes a a horrific move and then he turns into a bad guy Um, yeah and then ultimately yeah they're all pieces of shit but then the the other aspect of this movie is michael um which of course is a male character who as cinema goers as like uh fans of this franchise we like you say you want to go in and you want to see him kill people and and they are glorifying those deaths like this is what the filmmakers are making like you don't yeah. put all these deaths in where we want to enjoy it but on the other aspect you're telling us that like do you know what i mean there's something that doesn't add up where i'm watching it where i'm like what mm-hmm. is your message here like is it fine because michael's michael and he and we just like kind of don't even assume him a gender at this point he's <laughs> yeah, just well, his I, character? Think, I think that's
1: the problem that that like the the message doesn't totally fit with the film um mm. You know, uh, when we talk about, um, you know, certain films that carry or, or, or TV shows that carry a strong message, mm. the message is embedded within the film and within everything that's going on with it. But but it almost felt like the message was, was tagged into a franchise that just can't carry a message like that, yeah, like completely. you say, because... Um, Ultimately, yeah, we're going to watch a Halloween movie to see Michael stalk people, kill people, and and have and have a fun time doing it. You know, we're we're not going there for anything else. Um, mm. You know, and and I just think like you need to put that message in something else um, for yeah. it to really work and and, yeah. and and give 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 the impact that they want it to make and that that needs to be made. You know, and mm. it it can't be made in this movie. I don't think.
0: Yeah, like there's a really interesting idea for a slasher movie where, you know, you really don't empower the killer because like slasher <laughs> movies do empower the killer. And so you could take it the other way and there are movies that have kind of hinted at this, but if that's what they wanted to do and have this, you know, this victim be essentially the aggressor and take back her yeah. own situation, that's really cool. But you can't put that in a Halloween movie where you then have um about 10 really gory deaths and that's what you're putting on the posters, that's what you're selling in the trailers and that's what's going to make you all the money um i I find it tonally just very very bizarre yeah um and and again it just it comes from right into me that i think is really really bad and another thing that just kind of made me cringe as i was watching this movie was the amount of like remixed spots from the original um it it gets way too much like i don't mind one or two where it's like oh this is like a cool homage this is a cool throwback but when you get to the point they're just every two seconds mm -hmm. like there's the sheet over the body has a body stuck to a wall has someone falling from a balcony and disappear and like it, it just becomes you way see
1: more. the thing th- the thing is most of them kind of nailed for me um it, what it, about it, the
0: closets it, though because they I used gonna the closet say it like was 400 times it was
1: just the closets for me um i, I thought the really, sheet on the head was too much i really enjoyed the sheet on the head <laughs> one um my only problem with it was like the final payoff because because actually um when the the sheriff was kind of walking towards it, this this movie for me did make me feel tense quite a few times, and that scene did actually make me feel quite tense because I was part of me thought that Michael could have been under there. Um, mm, and, and I would have really liked that. Yeah, I would have did, but but I, I, it was how long it was drawn out that I thought, shit, Michael's going to be under there. Um mm. and and also because I thought the sheriff could die at any point because mostly with these movies the sheriff needs like a hero's exit towards the the, the end but mm. with this movie the way they were just like killing people off I was just like nah he he could go now like Michael could just be under that sheet um and so I, I enjoyed the sheet scene and I I really enjoyed the balcony scene actually I I enjoyed that kind of you know um switch of character um i you know i enjoyed the, the fact that they tried to to switch it so that laurie was in the position of michael and vice versa um and kind of it made me think you know these guys do enjoy the, the original movie and the franchise and it's just it, it ultimately just was given something that they couldn't pull off for me mm. you know because because there's definitely love for the franchise in this movie
0: oh yeah like that's indisputable but i think it comes from what we've said before look, especially when we talked about the predator and stuff where it's not enough to just be a fan of something mm. um you really have to look at it from like a critical eye and actually be really talented in what yeah. you're doing and i don't think that well, that's comes- what
1: we said you know the, the the predator guy you know we've already had that conversation but like had had no right to make the movie that good just because he's a super fan of it yeah you know and and yeah this is the other side of that coin where it's like you're, you're super fans of it obviously but you don't have the horror chops
0: this this came across to me like a sort of fanboys wet dream version of halloween like that's kind of how i felt watching it yeah where i was like oh let's make a halloween movie and and they do have good ideas there are some good good kills and i like the initial premise but then when it actually gets down to the meat and bones of making the movie where it's like these these small decisions like let's play the theme constantly let's revisit almost every spot from the original let's have a new loomis like all of these things yeah. that just don't need to be in the movie um i think yeah, one of the things that it reminds me judith of judith
1: myers grave yeah <laughs> Yeah no real reason you know um there was a conversation like have sid haig there
0: yeah the um there was conversations like this around star wars with obviously the force awakens where Mm. it was like everyone and again i was in the camp of like i really like the force awakens but people were saying you know it's way too similar to a new hope they just redo each part you know bit by bit and i get that like i 100% get that kind of point of view now having watched this movie where i'm like i thought there was way too much where it's like hey guys remember this remember that like that's all i got watching this movie was kind of like they're trying to hit the nostalgia so I like, hard.
1: I like to remember that's the thing I do
0: as well, but I also want a good like well-made and well made movie
1: I think that's the thing like if you have like a talented filmmaker giving you those moments again, it can be mm. really special and really fun yeah um you know i think um the the like do we wanna do we wanna do any spoiler stuff or do you want do you wanna just give like a rough impression of the final third without spoilers like how you how you thought it played out?
0: um we can do it because it's obviously there's the, there's kind of a, a plot twist in the middle which i need to call out for how unnecessarily terrible it is hmm. um and i also do want to talk about just i i thought the ending sucked as well yeah um, so, they, i mean they do they we would... want
1: to throw up a spoiler warning or what yeah we
0: can do? do yeah let's just i mean do, do you that. want to
1: get recommendations then
0: yeah what, what do you what do you think first of all
1: <sighs> i don't i mean i mean you gotta see this movie because everyone's <laughs> gonna be talking about it like yeah. do you know what i mean um and, and, and everyone else likes it. So hopefully you'll yeah. like it too, because, because I want to like this movie. I really want to like this movie, but ultimately I don't hate this movie. I'm just upset that it's not what I wanted it to be.
0: Yeah. <sighs> That was you that was I mean. kind of how I felt. Where I really don't like this movie, and so I can't recommend it. But I think that you listening probably will like this movie, and a lot yeah. of people do. And I really hope. Why don't we like it. it, man? I
1: don't know. <laughs> like I
0: feel like again, we've we've we've. I I have very specific reasons. Like yeah. this isn't a taste thing. This isn't a Mandy situation. Where if you say to no. me that you like certain aspects of that, I hundred percent get it. I don't get this, it, how. Like, I don't this... think this is a good movie. Full stop.
1: For me, it. it... It really was watching this movie where, um, you know, I said it earlier that multiple scenes, I was like, oh, that's not a good scene. And then it went into another not good scene. Yep. Then it went into another. Then it went into one that was like kind of good. Mm. And and by the point, I was slowly getting to a checklist where I was like, bad, 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 good, good, bad, 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 bad. And it just, and yeah. I was like, oh my God, we're now an hour, hour and 10 minutes into this movie and I've got 10 bad scenes. I was like, mm. fuck I was like at this point it's too many. Like even if you've been robbed. Yeah. And I was just like, we're, we're too far into the movie and we've not had enough good stuff. And I was Mm. just like, and then, um, you know, uh, do we we need to throw up a spoiler one really for the, you know, kind of the, the the plot twist as Mm. such. Um, so yeah, kind of spoilers for, for this movie kind of come back, come back to us at this point. Um, but when they when they kind of um, this the scene is super weird. Basically, Laurie's granddaughter gets um, picked up by the uh, sheriff and New Loomis, um, which I begrudgingly call him, mm. um, but I don't know his name off the top of my head. And um, they see Michael. Um, I
0: feel I feel so bad for Loomis that this is his legacy.
1: I know. And um, so the sheriff just. like drives straight into Michael and runs him over and and knocks him down. And obviously we know Michael's not done. Um, But the uh, sheriff goes over and along with new Loomis and suddenly uh, new Loomis just 100% heel turns and kills the sheriff. Um, And I was just, I was just like, where, where does this come from? Like, and again, on paper, it's, like, kind of the evolution of, like, um, you know, Loomis was obsessed with Michael and didn't want to kill him. We have, like, Daniel Harris in some of the sequels. that We all know how that pans out. Like, you know, I can see what they were trying to do, and it could have been cool if it didn't suck. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And, like, it, it just didn't work. And then the, the the point for me when I was, like, Oh, I don't like this movie. Was basically Laurie's granddaughter was in the police car and trying to see what's happened, and New Loomis pops up with the mask on, and a part of me genuinely thought for like thirty seconds he's going to be the baddie for the rest of this movie. (laughs) Yeah, and 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 I thought to myself, if this happens, I might have to leave. Mm. I don't. I don't know whether I can do it because I was. I, I got so angry. I was just like, why is he wearing the mask? And "And what what the fuck are you doing? Um, and the thing is, nothing cool happens with, with New Loomis with this because ultimately all he does is get all of the characters a bit closer to Laurie. Mm. That, that's all his purpose is. Um, and we, we touched on it earlier. The whole reason why we couldn't... Um, see the the van the prison van break in, and kind of how Michael got free was because it was all due to new Loomis and mm-hmm. obviously, so you ruin like an earlier chunk of the movie, the bit that you kind of want to see for this reveal that for me was awful like i'd love to know like what people's opinions were of this reveal um because well
0: there some of the impressions i've read that is the one negative right. is yeah. that like people do agree yeah. with this is this is like this sucked
1: because 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 it's one of those things where like if you've enjoyed the the crazy kind of kills and we're really loving those and then you have a scene that kind of brings you down and then you get put put back up again i can see why you love it it was just for me i was already like fairly level pan and then just when this scene happened i was just like oh fuck you like it really mm. put me in a bad place um yeah
0: i mean this scene is like awful because like you say it's 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 to do with this big whole plot twist and it's how they obviously try and get Michael to Laurie, because the whole thing with this movie that they're trying to revert, you know, the law is like, it's not anything to do with Laurie. You know, he's just, a he's, she's just someone that he chose that one night and, and he just happened to be stalking. Yeah. We haven't, um, she isn't anyone special. That. Like she's not, she's not his yeah. sister or anything like this. And so obviously when he breaks out, he's just killing again. Cause he's just a psychopath and that kills. Mm. Um, So that's why that needs to be the link to get him to Laurie trying to get
1: him like more than anything
0: exactly and obviously she has this location that is so key to the final act okay. and so to get michael to that to yeah to get michael to that location they obviously need this but like i say it's a terrible scene it looks awful um he the fact that it's it's hinged upon the worst character and the worst actor in the entire movie sucks so bad um and like i say the fact that he just puts this mask on and then rises his head up and then immediately just takes the mask off like it's completely he, irrelevant he was why like, that was fun on yeah it was just dumb and like this mo- this moment of this movie really i had shades of watching rob zombies halloween too um because i was just like they are going in a direction that i can't stand yeah. now and and that was the first moment where i actually like i didn't think it was good at this point i thought like say there was just bad bad scene bad scene bad scene oh this is an okay scene bad scene bad scene yeah, awesome, but then same, like i say this is the scene. moment yeah. where it just yeah like this is this moment it fell off a cliff and then like say there's like maybe I don't even know if there was any scenes after this that I enjoyed really. Like there's a couple of moments I yeah. guess because you get more Laurie and like say I, I liked Laurie in the I movie. I
1: enjoyed um like ultimately it ended up not great, but when when uh Michael the when so Michael cheesy, like, what was happened? in um Laurie's house and Laurie was going like room by room trying to find him. <laughs> um I was quite suspenseful during that moment because like you know, Michael, went on long, you know michael's gonna attack at some point and mm. i i was really kind of like feeling tense wondering when it was going to happen and then kind of um she ends up in a scene with like a load of mannequins and i mean just like mannequins in a horror movie man like they work almost every time
0: part of her grand plan is just to have this giant room filled with mannequins that's perfect to
1: hide yeah in. <laughs> i mean let's let's not worry about that bro. Though i mean mannequins are cool
0: now we're talking about mannequins as well we need to touch upon one oh, of the fuck. worst directed movie, mannequins uh, scenes
1: cool. <laughs> because
0: at, at one point Laurie's granddaughter is running through the forest like a headless chicken and she falls into this kind of path of these mannequins that Laurie was shooting at the start of the movie to kind of show that she's really good with guns mm. and this to me is like the perfect scene to pull out at like at a vacuum and be like this is why I think this movie is really poorly directed this scene is terrible um, it's just like she falls and she and then she starts starts kind of screaming and it's like these hyper close-ups of these mannequins and then it's like really loud noises again and it goes on for about 30 seconds yeah and it's just like it's a really shitty horror scene i think that's why my biggest takeaway and that was my yeah. biggest fear going into this was i felt like this was being made by people that didn't get horror and this this scene to me nails what my point was and again there are scenes that prove me wrong because i think there are scenes where i'm like like the motion sensor kill scene where i'm like oh, oh this was I'll actually see. really cool um but then scenes like this i'm like this is this sucks this feels like really amateurish like college level horror movie making not like a bloom house halloween movie which should be the pinnacle mm. of the genre and it's so far away from that um but yeah the house stuff was I'm, interesting uh, it was a mixed bag for me i thought i thought the the house yeah. was a little bit too rigged like the the little hatch that she makes that she goes down i was like oh that's cool but then we see it open and close about 30 times yes. and to also, the point where i was
1: like this is just too much and also when you leave the buzzer just because you write garage on a buzzer, like doesn't mean that that makes it like, Oh, well, you'd never press that. Would Well, you? tricked Michael? I mean, if I can did, you're right. <laughs> but like, I, yeah, but he doesn't give a shit. Cause he can just rip it off the hinges. Like, yeah. Plus he... they're shouting for it and shooting <laughs> through it. Michael, like... Yeah. Cause that's what made me laugh. Like the second they hid down there and then, um, Laurie just started shooting up through the floorboards. I was mm. like, what are you doing, mate? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, Ah, uh, there was something that just popped into my head. Like um, the the thing that kind of really just confuses me as well is kind of the the pacing between like um, what what Michael's doing and what Laurie's doing because they're almost so separate you get you get like these giant gaps where, where Laurie is just kind of running around nowhere near Michael, but we need to see what she's doing. Because, because for like an hour in this movie, she, she's almost non-existent and just kind of like turning up to houses and seeing where her daughter is and doing all this stuff. Mm. And like all of these scenes just don't make any sense. Like I just felt like there needed to be confrontation with Michael sooner. Yeah. Um, but in order for that to happen, she would have needed to have been a bit of a victim. You know, he would have had to have like a, a scene where he's chasing her and, and, and kind of having a backwards and forwards. And even like the, like I say, the, the, the daughter has no confrontation with Michael mm. and kind of, So there was none of these cool scenes, but you needed the characters in the movie to the final scene when they become very powerful and take him down. Um, And so they're just kind of there doing nothing for chunks of the movie, which is such a weird thing, you know, Mm. kind of, um, you know, I've, I've mentioned it before, But, you know, like when you see a Scream movie, you know, Nev Campbell is having multiple moments with Ghostface and, and he's getting the upper hand and she is running like a victim and then she becomes strong at the end. But because mm. this movie wanted to be so in power and they couldn't show Jamie in any peril, like yeah. Jamie's pretty much in no peril throughout this movie. There's like one moment where he kind of like rips his hands through the door and chokes her for a little bit. But th- like that's it. And even then, like, it well, was that's kind of part of lived.
0: the that's kind of part of the final act, which kind of then does get a little bit of that. But I think you're making yeah, a really yeah. good point about that is the 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 problems they're having the kind of the button heads of the movie that they're trying to achieve versus, yeah. versus what would what actually you need to work system. as a movie yeah um because yeah we've seen it in h2o what works um yeah and like you say i thought there was going to be obviously when we see the moment in the trailer where jamie sees michael um and mm. she kind of shoots him and it's a mirror and then he kind of gets out of the house and she's kind of like she's actively pursuing him at that point yeah, she like
1: straight up hits him with a shot like a gunshot was-
0: it's on a mirror isn't it
1: no she hits him like in the garden she hits him like in the shoulder does she see him in the garden yeah yeah like she's still chasing after him she, so, she definitely hits i thought him. she shot
0: the mirror in the window and then she never sees him because then she runs into the dude when she's like trying to find michael yeah no i thought she got shot away really so how does michael get away then does he run away uh, or whatever? he's just quick man because that's what but, but is he is he actively leaving her at that point
1: yeah yeah he's running because... away
0: because at that point, that was why. Again, I think it comes from the, the muddied writing. If you need to have Jamie as the aggressor to make her look strong, but you need to have Michael the aggressor to look strong. So they never yeah. wanted to have either characters be no, running Michael, away from a fight. No, Michael was
1: straight up the victim in that scene. Huh, like, I'll have to just, see that
0: again because I yeah. felt like he just disappeared, and that was why it was weird writing. Of he, that he, the, there was the mirror shot. I saw him run downstairs, and then Jamie was actively looking for him, and then she ran into someone else, and then yeah. they cut to another scene.
1: No, she like, I'm sure she, she, she tangibly hits him with a hmm. with a gunshot. Um. You know, because and I think that's the muddled thing of this. And it's really difficult to kind of really slam without sounding like negative towards the message they're trying to give. Because like, I don't have a problem with the message at all. Like it's an important message, but you've got to make the movie um, and you've got to make a fun movie. And like when you have these three characters, like you say, that are untouchable, mm. it, it it really makes it difficult. um. i thought three
0: characters was a bad choice it should have been two i feel like either just the daughter or just the granddaughter which would have made more sense i didn't to be honest i thought the daughter was completely unnecessary and i really didn't like her character yeah Um, she could have almost just been able you
1: know mm. they, they could have you know for whatever reason got her out of it i mean they they wrote the boyfriend out pretty quickly yeah. do you know what that's I mean? what i mean i like um, i
0: like the fact that jamie is the grandmother to a child who is now her age when she was in the original yeah, victim too. like me i like too. that as a concept but i don't think really, the mother
1: needs to be there the mother could have been there for a bit um you know but like because I did enjoy as well that like she was leaning towards Jamie and then obviously the, the, the the daughter wasn't because she grew up with her and kind of, you know, um, had to deal with that shit the whole time. But the granddaughter was trying to have a relationship with her. Mm. I enjoyed all that, that stuff to a point, but then ultimately it doesn't go anywhere. And yeah, the mother then kind of for the final parts was just, uh, yeah, very pointless really. Um, you know uh, my my only hope is that this movie does extremely well, and then sequel that I can get fully behind mm. because because it seems like they want to be making this this into a franchise again and i'm I'm one hundred percent on board for it still like e- like even though this movie wasn't great like you can get you can get a different team behind it and you can give me the movie that I wanted and i I, I hope that happens
0: yeah i mean that's the thing you hit the nail on the head right there in terms of a different team involved mm. because if they say that they're doing another one and it's the same writers and director oh, i'm great. not going to have a hope in hell's chance no. of thinking it's going to be any good no. um whereas yeah i 100 percent want more of this um it, but it's 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 such a shame man and, and yeah just yeah. to touch upon the ending i thought it was way overbaked. and like you say it, it tries to hammer home this message too hard in in kind of overly shadowing the fact that it just should be a good finale to the movie which i yeah. don't think it is and then the fact that it just it has some really bad one-liners that are awfully performed because that's, that's what i mean like. about the the kind the kind of the acting in this movie is that jamie kind of knocks it out of the park because i think she's such a good professional and she knows mm. how to do the role at this point and i feel sorry for the, a lot of the other actors because i feel like it was almost like a one take thing like that's what it looked like was like yeah. here's the first take yep that's fine let's go <laughs> on like was, there was
1: one liner I thought one of the actors did actually like stumble But yeah. it felt like it wasn't meant to be a stumble. Do that you know felt like I mean? every line
0: that new Luma <laughs> said to me was like, it felt like he was just kind of practicing his lines and then they left the camera on yeah. him accidentally.
1: <laughs> They're like, we're good. He's like, well, what?
0: Yeah, it was just, it was so bizarre. I'm not even
1: in makeup. They're like, yeah, it's fine. We can do that in post.
0: <laughs> he was like, I was staring at the camera the whole time. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I thought the ending was bizarre and the fact that the movie just ends as well and doesn't yeah. even try and tease kind of a sequel apart from this apparently post-credits like Michael breathing or whatever, which is like irrelevant to me.
1: Well, I thought um, it was a poor way to kill Michael. Mm. Um, you know, you you don't see him die. Um, I thought it was um, also so heavy-fisted with like the whole it's not a cage thing, you know. I, I kind of just wanted to say no one puts baby in the corner. Mm. Like it, it just. You should have
0: said chicken fried motherfucker.
1: Or chicken fried motherfucker. It was there. It was there yeah, on the table for her. It was her. there for the taking. <laughs> i, I got to be honest. This movie would have been a 10 if you'd have said that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. Um, but yeah, it's it's a shame. Like like I say, I kind of want to, I want it to be like, you know, like strongly feeling like one way or the other. Because I don't like I say, I don't like hate this movie, I just have no drive to ever really see it again, and like I think me, you'll
0: I think you'll rewatch this and I think you'll like it a bit more,
1: yeah, I think like I might because, cause, you know there is like the hype and everything else that like it hasn't lived up to um you know it's by no means a movie that I hate. Because it has some really cool moments in it. I just really wanted it to be more. Mm. I want, you know, how some people are talking about this movie, I wish I was there. I wanted to be there more than anyone else. Yeah. And I, I just, I'm just not.
0: Yeah. For me, like, I just hoped that I enjoyed it, you know, because the fact that the people are saying, like, it's the best Halloween since the original and all this stuff, like, I never thought it stood a hope in hell's chance of being that. Um, I
1: genuinely thought it could be my movie. <laughs> I genuinely thought that.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs>
1: I, I kind of felt like
0: I, I hope that I would at least enjoy it. And for me, it's like we obviously don't focus on the negative at the end of the year, but if we had like a most disappointing, this is nailed on for me. Um, because yeah, I was just so disappointed, man. That's all, that's all my feelings. I'm so gutted. I really hope that our listeners enjoy this movie because I hope they yeah. didn't have to go through what we did this kind of massive disappointment. Um, and I think, it. I think
1: one thing because before we just wrap up as well like a cinema experience and that sort of thing does come into play and we Mm. had a terrible cinema for this yeah one of the worst ones all year it was packed full of just clowns that just wanted Mm. to to make noises and get up and move and pass food and like i was constantly being distracted by the people around me yeah Uh, you know people came in like 10 minutes in and tried to like cross past us and stuff like he's yeah, it, like it, loudly it
0: was, talking and yeah stuff.
1: It, it was a really bad cinema experience mm. so like may, maybe that's part of it but I, I you know i i don't think so but it certainly didn't help <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> you know um i'm yeah. looking forward to at least being able to watch this like with no distractions at home at some <laughs> point i guess
0: yeah it makes you so thankful doesn't it like could you imagine if we watched a quiet place in that movie in that same oh song? i
1: know oh. i know i oh. like don't breathe or something mm. you know
0: like it would have really, really properly changed the experience because I saw people at the time. I remember that people posting on Twitter being like, people were laughing throughout a quiet place and shouting stuff. And mm-hmm. apparently, with that hereditary as well, people kept doing the clicks throughout the movie, and like yeah, that was exactly. so annoying. Like,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm so
0: glad that we don't. There get was, up like, for the a, most there was like
1: a there was like a dude to my right that was just like texting constantly, and I kept seeing <laughs> like, oh, it was a bad cinema experience. It mm. really was. Like Halloween brings out the worst.
0: <laughs> yeah this is the only problem obviously when when our little niche thing yeah mainstream yeah like, like we, we sound
1: like such little bitches like moaning about this like uh oh it's so true the- though yeah but it, but it is you know it, it, i just want to i just want to be in the cinema with our normal four people that, i was gonna like, say
0: yeah give me unfriended dark web <laughs> when we saw it with four other people and it was bloody amazing <laughs> yeah
1: like no one said a word it was great
0: yeah um, so yeah, that was uh our discussion on Halloween. Uh do let us know as well what you thought of this movie. Like I really want to hear like I our, our long term really listeners.
1: People, yeah, definitely kind of um, talking about this one.
0: Yeah, so many of our you know, you you know you guys who who contribute a lot on Twitter. Definitely let us know because I'm I'm assuming pretty much all of you will go see this. I really yeah. wanna know what your thoughts and are. And don't on be this afraid
1: movie. to disagree with us, man. Because well, like, I'm pretty sure they we're... will. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because it's all about, it. we're all...
0: Don't be afraid to agree with us either, because like I say, I've (laughs) not seen a single person who doesn't like this movie other than me and you, so... Ah, enjoy it. It'd be nice to not know that we're crazy. Um, We might be. Yeah, we might be. This might be on us. Um, But yeah, we will take a short break and we will be right back. Yeah, we do have a question this week. Um, of course, you can always send them in on Twitter at SHB pod and uh, we will try and answer them on the show. Uh, this week, we've got one from Cody. Um, I know he's very excited for Halloween, so I'm, I'm sure he's already seen it at this point. Um, you hope have... you loved it, man. Yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> we never want the disappointment. <laughs> one, of, one of the things that's really stuck to me is um, when we spoke to uh, one of our listeners, Matt, and he basically was talking about our Jigsaw episode. Yeah, um, where he was saying like, "I, I love this conversation so much we had with I did. Him, I did because he he basically said like, even though he doesn't really care about those movies, like he wanted that movie to be, so, be he wanted good us just to for us, it. Um, because he knew how excited we was, and yeah. obviously with with the disappointment that that followed. Um, and I just thought that was great because that's how I feel personally now. Like I want everyone to have a bloody good yeah, time me too.
1: I own. want you, we're nuts
0: yeah exactly um
1: <laughs> then, then tune in next week like, exactly we'll, we'll get back in sync <laughs>
0: um but yeah so this one comes from cody um first of all he had he just uh said uh apostle rocks uh loved it every second of it um so yeah first of all completely agree cody i just i need to start thinking about a movie that i really enjoyed <laughs> um, i still keep thinking
1: about apostle man
0: i do as well like i i was i was obviously flicking through netflix the other day because they're just adding an insane amount of stuff and um obviously it auto plays the trailer and i just watched it again and i was like man this was a bloody good if i had
1: another spare four hours i'd watch Mm -hmm. it
0: again definitely i'm I'm gonna try and squeeze it in before year end for sure Um, it's gonna be difficult but um his question which is very themed currently is Mm. what are your top halloween themed horror movies um So yeah, this is a difficult one because obviously the Halloween franchise is the main one that kind of springs to mind. Yeah, Um,
1: obviously talked about, you know, got to watch Halloween three, haven't you?
0: i was gonna say yeah that that would be definitely top of my list obviously because it's very separate to the i guess the canon which no longer matters um but yeah season of the witch incredible the fact that it's it somehow has its kind of haters blows my mind because i think it's <laughs> amazing um and and yeah kind of another one that, uh, that definitely sprung into mind was because we done a show on it a very early show i believe it was actually episode 31 which was great
1: nice um
0: but nice. it was uh tales of halloween
1: um mm. uh, It was a good
0: one. Really cool anthology movie. So it's kind of, I can't remember how many uh, different shorts there was now, about five or six, maybe, maybe one or two more. Um, But it was like, you say all themed around Halloween. And I remember like one or two of them were exceptional. Like they were really
1: good. We, we had like, anthology movies like early on in the podcast mm. like when we first started making this and we haven't had one for a while like i really want an anthology movie but this was a good one man
0: yeah definitely um yeah, so yeah that was definitely kind of one that sprung yeah. to my
1: head um, yeah and i mean like one of one of the like the the most popular ones again another anthology is trick or treat as well mm. like so good so good and like it keeps keeps being talked about like they're making a sequel and stuff yeah. like oh I'd, I'd love to see it happen like, i love it yeah. it's a great movie
0: because that was the the director who did krampus wasn't it mm. so um yeah two perfectly you can watch that for halloween obviously watch uh, krampus at christmas i absolutely love that movie as well um uh-huh. but yeah tr- trick or treat is amazing it's got some brutal moments in it that really stay mm. with you um but yeah you you might have already seen those i think tales from halloween is probably a little less known yeah. um so yeah and, and let definitely let us know if anyone else has any more because i know we get some really great recommendations of movies that i've kind of never heard of um, yeah so yeah if you guys want
1: to add to yeah, this conversation, especially kind of- of yeah you know to cody's question like themed halloween movies because we all Mm. have our like go to halloween movies yeah but actually ones that are themed around the holiday itself um Mm. you know it's quite an interesting one but yeah they're the more kind of you know ones that sprung to our minds anyway
0: yeah definitely um so yeah thanks for that one cody um so yeah pretty much just to round us off this week we kind of have to just bring up the fact that television has been amazing hasn't it in the last few weeks (sighs) it's Um, so good man kind of we're not even going to focus on it now because it's been so much but like shout out to the purge for just continuously being brilliant every single Mm. week um really enjoying it week on week i think that it's like say we've kind of covered two purge movies for the show and have been fairly indifferent on them um i thought they were both good but they were by no means sort of exceptional oh this Um, is the
1: best purge stuff we've ever had though like...
0: I, I really think it is i think when it ends kind of and being able to judge it i do think it will be better than any of the movies because so far yeah. it's very ahead of that i love the acting i love the characters um and it gives me each week what i want it gives me fun purge action every single week
1: yeah um but but it's very interesting because we've been following the same group of characters now what what episode are we on seven six or seven yeah yeah and like I would have thought that I'd have been sick and tired of him by now. Mm. um, But like we get enough of just cool random purge moments, you know, we kind of get introduced to like a uh, you know, a, a religious cult, a um, people make an event out of it, you know, people paying to, to take people, people throwing these really crazy parties, you know and we get like these crazy cool moments that these characters are thrown into and almost when our characters are thrown into it, they become secondary and you take in the cool purge shit, shit. Mm. and then our characters come back into play and I think that's what it does really well it keeps it fresh, so I'm not bored of any of our characters pretty much mm. um i really enjoyed where we ended up in the last episode as well mm. um like i've got a load of ideas like i don't really want to talk about it because I'd, I'd like to but i don't want to talk spoilery about what's already happened um yeah but like um it really just thinking about it and uh, yeah i think it's great man
0: yeah it's it's really good the like i'm, I'm
1: shocked how good it is. I'm, I'm like on it
0: definitely yeah and and obviously kind of the ongoing american horror story um i don't know when we last spoke about it on the show um, early like yeah. I, I think
1: i've only seen like one or two episodes
0: yeah so obviously with it starting with the apocalypse stuff and it being a really cool take on that but not mm. really knowing sort of where it's going and especially because of the fact that it's been built as uh, when
1: they said it was going to be a crossover and the first two episodes i was like how the fuck is this a crossover
0: yeah and i like i'd kind of assumed some stuff which was like uh, mm. actually turned out to be true which i was really yeah. happy about but it was like you know it was a very tangible link at best that we didn't really know what was going to happen and so kind of the last few weeks we massively got introduced to kind of the coven aspect of it um mm. which has been fantastic absolutely oh, lost so it. good um, so great seeing all those characters again and those actors playing those awesome characters. Uh, it, they kind of tied it into Hotel a little bit as well, which was I awesome. I was going to
1: say, we got a little bit of Hotel with, you know, just seeing, seeing these characters play these, you know, roles from previous seasons. Mm. It, it's so good, man.
0: Yes. Yeah, so like that's been amazing. And then it's kind of been built into what I've waited for about seven years for, which is kind of like the sequel to Murder House. Um, and yeah, this week, like aptly titled Back to Murder House is a one hour episode, which is entirely dedicated to Murder House and those characters. Um, mm. It's it, it's my favorite like episode of television I've seen all year. Um, it was so awesome. It was. I it- mean,
1: what about when Ash went to the sperm bank?
0: Yeah, that was amazing. I mean, like that was amazing. Come on, bro. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we should save these conversations for for year end because it's going to be very difficult picking a best TV show this year. I think it's been an amazing year I mean, has, for TV. He
1: picked a fight with a porno mag. I mean, I'm was, just saying, it was amazing.
0: It was amazing. Yeah. Don't, don't make me choose between my children. <laughs> um, but like this was, like I say, Murder House, my favorite season and kind yeah. of my only kind of criticism of Murder House at the time was that it left with such a massive cliffhanger and the fact that they've managed to, in one hour of television, perfectly sum up oh, all they the they characters' plotlines
1: everything everything they brought brought everyone back and
0: gave them a a satisfying conclusion like i couldn't believe how well they done it.
1: that's 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 exactly what i couldn't believe like everything just clicked and everything felt genuine and right Mm. and just like good and i I just was so happy to have all these answers that tied everything up you know um the fact that they've got like literally everyone you'd want back Mm. um to the point that i was even like um, holy shit! I couldn't even remember that she was in Murder House, and then suddenly, like, um, you know, a character pops up, and I'm like, oh yeah, shit, you were like, that's yeah. amazing.
0: And there's people was... that like haven't been in the show for literally seven years yeah. that they managed who to. Who is it?
1: Um, is it Heather Heather Graham? Um, Heather
0: Graham? N- uh, no, it's um, Amina Savari. Is that who? You oh, think Amina about? Savari. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: it. Yeah, I always get those two confused. Yeah, I was like, holy shit! I completely forgot you were in the, yeah uh, Death House. Um. Murder House. Yeah, there's there's
0: only one actress that they didn't get back, um, which was a shame. Um, but everyone else they got back. Mm. And kind of the fact that they were all playing these characters that he played so long ago, Mm. they didn't like miss a beat. Like every single one just nailed their character's performance. And obviously the main one being Jessica Lang. Oh Um, my god. Kind of her reveal, her first line, she nails it and immediately you go, Oh shit, this is her show and we're just we're just living in it. And love like there's been a massive, like, hole with her gone. Um And they've done, uh, like, a good job of filling it in certain seasons, especially. But, like, it, I feel like I didn't really kind of value her as much as I should have for no, the four I years don't. that we had her. Because, like, yeah. she is just one of the best actors on the planet and she nails Constance like that to me is my favorite character that she's played um so I was so happy seeing her as Constance again and kind of getting that resolution to her character was so satisfying like I've never felt that way watching a tv show in years where I've waited so long for a conclusion to something and I was so happy with how it
1: ended it does it does kind of make me think because obviously when she left it felt like a giant hole but also Mm. like it kept things fresh because a lot of the seasons were very good. And I kind of feel like some of these characters now, some of these, some of these actors, not really yeah. characters, I kind of don't really want them to keep coming back anymore. Yeah. You know, I, I'm like, they're, they're fantastic and they've, they've been great, but kind of, you know, like Evan Peters and Sarah Paulson, I'm kind of like, I could do with not really having you guys so prevalent going forwards well because
0: you know I mean? we because we've seen those two actors especially now play older characters mm. it's like oh those characters are great and then we see them as their newer characters that just aren't as interesting yeah and i completely agree with you i love when they introduce a new character and it's like a standout like i remember when they added kathy bates for cover yeah like she was amazing and then kind of the next two seasons after that they just didn't have any characters that suited her acting abilities no. and so it never really gelled and then obviously with certain characters they introduce in Hotel tell were really good and then they yeah. spent the next couple of seasons with colt trying to sort of crowbar them in
1: oh, i hope um, i hope we get some lady gaga the-
0: <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting <laughs> but they like, definitely give a massive shout out because you mentioned new actors the kind of the mm. lead actor they have in this season who's playing our main villain oh my um, god He's so fucking good, man. Like, he, he's, he's up there in terms of best performance of the year for me in any film and television we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, because he plays the most important character that's ever been in American Horror Story. That, like you say, I've waited years to see this character developed, and he nails every single scene. Um, And yeah, I'm loving it so much. Like, I, like I'm so happy that I can love this show again. Um, mm-hmm. I remember when we started the show where I said, like, yeah, this is my favorite yeah, show. Yeah, we were like, and it's then... one of
1: our favorite shows. And then yeah. it just dropped off a cliff, and yeah. it's back, man.
0: It's back. I know. I'm so happy like american mm-hmm. horror story is great the purge is awesome um i've only just now started the haunting of hill house um yeah. so kind of for people that are screaming like hey it's one of the best things mm. on tv right now like trust me I- i've seen the reaction oh. this is getting um, it,
1: it is man like i'm yeah. I'm kind of you know i guess like quarter the way through it ish yeah like, um i really love it super suspenseful fantastic cast yeah um and i i'm really i really love the backwards and forwards between like them in adulthood and them as ch- children mm. um you know there's some real like brutal scenes in this and some real scary scenes and yeah i've i've been digging it like really digging it so it's just like finding the time for this great tv yeah
0: like i said even
1: dead wasn't shit
0: yeah um well like sabrina starts next week as well so like there's oh. just there's so much going on but um yeah with the end
1: of this week's walking dead and was like it didn't make me angry yeah that's,
0: that's i can't believe that um I know. but yeah like, with like, hill house
1: if if, if if television hadn't been as good like elsewhere it would have been like oh my god
0: i was gonna say because this is the easiest time if ever to stop watching the bloody walking dead because yeah. like everything else is so good but yeah. yeah the fact that it is actually keeping your interest is is blowing my mind um mm. But yeah, Haunting the Hill House, like, I'm so happy that people are loving it. The, the reception's been amazing, and I'm glad that kind of more people are being uh, introduced to the brilliance of Mike Flanagan. Um, mm. Hopefully that'll check them, you know, want them to check out his back catalogue, which is fantastic and is all on Netflix as well. Yeah, he won't be disappointed. Uh, exactly um so yeah we'll, we'll we'll definitely be dedicating a lot of time to the show like it'll either be we might just do a show on it or we'll do we'll dedicate a lot of time because i think it definitely deserves it yeah. um it shouldn't just be a thing that we kind of mention for a few minutes really it kind of deserves its own spotlight like a black mirror did um mm. so yeah we'll, there's so much good stuff like I say um i don't we, do we know what we're doing in terms of film for next week um mm it I might be yeah it's difficult it might be might slaughterhouse slaughter. rules, yeah um, because we've got that and kind of overlord as the next big like do two sort of cinema releases um and then yeah we don't really know what we're gonna be doing so it'll either be back stuff or maybe tv but we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll get to it but there's so many awesome stuff um yeah i'm loving it man i can't believe how good tv is at the minute like oh it's been amazing yeah like it's to the point where we are gonna have to start dedicating more time to it because it's like i feel like we're not doing it justice how good the purge in american horror story and everything else has been (laughs) i know um because they're absolutely brilliant um but yeah, because at the start of the year, especially when we had like Black Mirror and Ash vs Evil Dead, and then kind of like nothing for so long, mm. <laughs> and now I guess that's what happens with TV seasons. This, this, so. is,
1: this has been our strongest year for horror TV that we've enjoyed, yeah, you know, by far. Um, yeah, Star even with
0: a year without Stranger Things and stuff, it's like it's, yeah. everything else has is yeah, and, the, up massively.
1: and and there's been shows like The Exorcist that we never really got round to watching, but like yeah. the fact that all of these have hit and we've we've watched them, you know, it's um, it's been good.
0: Yeah it's been amazing. Um but yeah we'll we'll talk about it in the future for sure. Um but yeah that was episode 119 the big one is finally here. We've seen Halloween. Um we hope you guys enjoyed it. Um <laughs> trying to stay as positive as possible. Um but yeah thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon.
1: See you later everyone.